Hello and welcome to this edition of the Matt Adams Podcast, coming to you semi-live from the southeast side of Indianapolis, Indiana, and that hidden gem of Franklin Township nestled in between Southport and Beach Grove. And joining me today, special correspondent Ann Adams. Hello. And Ann, we're talking about cell phones today. Cell phones. And why, why are we talking about cell phones? Will you get off your phone? Will you get off your phone, please? <laughs> I got myself a new cell phone. I should say it like Scarlett, Scarlett O'Hara. Well, I declare, well, may- I maybe went you in shouldn't. to the AT&T store on the south side, because I'm from the sweet south. So you marched in there like Sherman's army. I marched in there like Sherman's army, and I got myself a new cell phone. And, and what kind of phone did you pick out? Baby, it is beautiful. It is... A Galaxy, a Samsung Galaxy S9 Plus. She gravitated right to that one. Now, we we knew that we did not want an iPhone. Yeah. We wanted to get something in the Android family and something in the Samsung family because, honestly, that's what we had just come from. Well, and this is probably one of the first times that we've actually, or I've gotten something that's new and fancy. Yes. Because usually I'm the one that... Oh, I don't need to spend the yeah. money. and Yeah. See, I can never see the whole $800 for a phone thing because if you're me, I'm very clumsy. Like, my name Anne is supposed to mean graceful, but I am anything but graceful. Maybe, maybe it's an irony. And, maybe it was God's irony. I know. <laughs> and I just, I always drop my phone. Like, I, I always do something to my phone. Either it gets thrown into my purse or my bag or... You know, um, I've always had a job, like I used to work in museums, and now I work at a funeral home, so I'm always on the go. I always shove the thing in my pocket, right. and either it gets scraped by my keys, or I'm in the bathroom and it falls out of my pocket, or something happens. So it's just, you know, a matter of time. So it never made sense for me to get, like, the new flashy phone, but now that I have more of a desk job, like... Right, yeah, you do. You're a desk, you're a desk jockey now. And I'm like, you know what? I'm 35 years old, and I deserve myself a nice, fancy phone. So that's what I got. We could work backwards uh, from this and, and kind of tell you why we ended up with new phones. Because I got a new phone, too, as and I'm well. I'm looking at it right now. Because and, uh, it's like my engagement <laughs> ring, like when we got engaged. And oh, I have a beautiful engagement ring. And that thing sparkles like nobody's business. And... Thanks to my be- wonderful husband. You know, well, I have a very you know, beautiful engagement I have ring. good taste, actually, and picked out her own ring. So. <laughs> well, you c- I would have let them think that you picked it out if you wanted, because I'm no. just nice that way. But We can't lie to our <laughs> listeners like that, Anne. <laughs> but I um, I would always, like, look at my finger before I started driving because it was so beautiful. Like, I just could not stop looking at it. And it's the same way with this phone. I just cannot stop looking at it. It's got a beautiful screen. It's purple, which is my favorite color. Um, it's just, I don't know. There's a lot of razzmatazz to it. <laughs> well, and, you know, if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you've probably figured out that... Now, Anne is not in any way, shape, or form an airhead. That She's not a ditz or anything like that. But she is very much a shiny object person. I'm a blonde. You I'm know, a blonde squirrel. Where you, you, you put a shiny <laughs> object in front of Anne, and she'll just stop. You know what? And, and the best she will part, look at it. The best part about that whole thing is that we have a 10-month-old niece, my brother's daughter, that is turning exactly into that. And it is hysterical to watch. And I always think to myself, is that me? Is that what I look like? Because she has a thing about watches. She has a thing about watches and jewelry 
And anything shiny, like, she immediately will try and eat it. Like, she'll try and put it in her mouth. <laughs> or she'll try and take it from you. <laughs> and that's what I always think of, because I'm like, well, hopefully she won't <laughs> see my new phone. <laughs> if she does, I will say that that girl does have impeccable taste, just like her mom. Well, we went right toward the Samsung section of the AT&T store. And this was kind of unprompted. Uh, the whole thing, the reason we have new phones is all... Really unprompted. There's no real reason behind it. We weren't due for upgrades or anything like that. Well, we just kind I of wanted to say do there it. wasn't anything behind it. Matt decided that he wanted the new fancy thing, so he had been doing a lot of research on phones, and he had found something that he really liked. And then it got me thinking, well, pff, anything you can do, I can do better. So I decided that I wanted myself. Well, a new what phone. what I mean is, there's no precipitating incident that oh, you know, we didn't drop a like phone in the past. We where... didn't have a phone that. Wouldn't yeah. charge, you know, we didn't scratch up the screen or have a, a, a phone well, that had ghost uh, touches on it and, and stuff be, like that. Let's be honest. When something happened to a phone, it was usually because of me. I was the one that always prompted our upgrades because... It, it's actually true, and we're going to walk you through the history of our cell phones. Now, for the first few years, of course, before the fancy should phones... We play a, should we play a pop music song from the year in which... Uh, in which this happens as we go through the timeline, we should totally do that. Well, yeah, I'd have to figure out the uh, the years, and and we can approximate the songs. We should see this is the pre-planning of the show that we don't do. <laughs> that sometimes we do on the fly. Really, it was just one of those. But I was driving home from work, and Matt goes, "Hey, you want to record a podcast tonight?" And I said, "Sure, let's do it." Yeah, so we started talking on the on, on the phone uh, while I was coming home, and while Anna was getting on her way home too, and. We, we just we started talking about kind of the history of the different cell phones that we had, and we talked about that for a good 20 minutes. We thought, you know what? We, we can get a podcast out of this. It'd be kind of fun to, to kind of take a trip down memory lane. So we, we kind of pre-planned because we know which phones we're going to kind of talk about. We'll talk about some more than others. You know, we, we didn't really pre-plan. But what we'll do is we'll try to kind of figure out what years, and this will be kind of retroactive, so you'll probably hear some music playing as I'm talking here, but... It'll be retroactive to uh, the year <laughs> that we had the phones, or that we think we had the phones. We'll try to figure out a song that, that would make sense there. The reason that we got new phones, really, was we had Samsung Galaxy J7s, which were the low-spec, inexpensive version of the Galaxy uh, line. And they were good. I used more apps than Anne. Mine was sort of chugging along a little bit. I was getting a little frustrated with that. And I decided I wanted to make a change. And then the other real reason for it was, now, of course, when you buy a, a lower-end phone, you're going to have sacrifices. You're going to have less RAM, the processor's not going to be as fast, and, and the camera is going to be balls. And our camera <laughs> our camera was not good. Balls. On, those, uh, on, on a nice, sunny day, you could get a pretty good, decent picture out of them. But if you're in the house, even in good light in the house, blurry pixelation. I mean, again, you get what you pay and, for. And, you know, folks, we don't have any kids, but we have pets that yes. we take lots of pictures of. I mean, it's a scary, it's very scary how many pictures of our pets that we have on our phone. Uh, may, basically, my, my niece, my 10-month-old right. niece, yep. and uh, our pets are yep. all on Willie my phone. Willie and, and Lenny. So. Super, super creepy. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Willie's actually fairly easy to get pictures of because his tank is well lit and he's out in it. So you can get a good picture with yeah. good light on him. Lenny's another story, Lenny's though. another story. Lenny, uh, again, uh, it's about 7.30 as we're recording this podcast. And, oh, he's already peeking his head out. Oh, hi, Probably buddy. because we're, we're talking, but... 
uh, his light goes out, Lenny's head comes out, and uh, we, we can't ever really get good pictures of Lenny because he comes out at 7.30 at night, and that is when he is active. It's hard to get good pictures of him. So, yes, we, we basically got new phones so we could take good pictures of our little leopard gecko who is emerging from his cave and looking around. He's going to go on the hunt for some worms or for some crickets and then probably eat some mealworms and have a have a sip or two of water with his little tongue, which and is super cute. And we have, uh, tonight is Waxworm Thursday, right? so he gets some waxworms. You can tell we're recording this on Thursday, which we usually record the podcast earlier, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I gave it away. No, you, you've, you've ruined the magic. I've ruined the magic. But before we... So that's sort of the background, the reason we got new phones. We'll talk more about our new phones uh, toward the end of the broadcast when we get there in the timeline, but... You know, Ann goes to the AT&T store, we go to the Samsung section. Uh, we're looking at the S9, the S9 Plus, and the Note 9, uh, the big the big musky of those phones. And Ann looked at the uh, S9, and she's like, this phone is too small. And she looked at the Note, and she's <laughs> like, this phone is too big. And then she looked at the S9 Plus, and she's like, this phone is just right. Yes. Because uh, you found the, the S9 to be... It was a kind of elongated and thin, and you, you didn't like, you just thought it was kind of, you didn't like the size. It was hard uh, to hold on to it. Like, I kind of have, I have my dad's hands. I got kind of big hand with long fingers. Someone with dainty hands would probably be okay yeah, with that phone. I, I just needed something a little bigger, a little bit more substantial. But I didn't want anything, like, super huge, because, I mean, I don't need a stylus. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't need that. I believe it's the S Pen. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I didn't even know this until I was helping my friend with her new phone that apparently there's like different models of styluses that go with each brand of phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I'd buy that. <laughs> wow. No, like, you kind of have, you have your, your dumb man. styluses, which Anne's got a Kindle Fire and plays a, what is it, crochet or cross-stitch? I am one of those play. weirdos that does cross-stitch on her Kindle instead of real life. And, and so you have what I would call just a dumb stylus. It's just basically got a rubber point on the end and yeah. allows you to manipulate the screen. We've got two of them. One's black plastic. One's kind of the silver plastic. And you use you use those. And you could use that on my phone or a, another tablet or whatever. But, uh, uh, yeah, like you said, these, these uh, styluses for these other devices are kind of tied to the devices. And a lot of them, um, I think the lady we were talking to at the AT&T store, oh, a shout out to Karen at the AT&T yes, store. Yes, Karen took good care of us yesterday. Um, Karen was telling us that a lot of them, I think now you can program those styluses. Like well, you can't just... She, she had noted that on the note that the stylus was pinned down. Uh, to uh -huh. like, like one of those things you, when you go to the bank and the pin is attached to the counter so that you can't steal the pen. Uh, the <laughs> S pen for that note was also tied to the yeah. count counter. You know, she said that we have to do that because otherwise people will steal the stylus, you know, the S pen out. And that just sounds dumb. So ridiculous. But what? she also said that the S pens, and I, I'm sure that there are technological ways to get around this, but she said that those, uh, those styluses are tied to the device. Um, kind of like uh, if you've ever seen the movie Judge Dredd, the lawgiver firearm is tied to the biometric signature of the law enforcement officer. So you can't just pick up somebody's lawgiver and shoot them with it because it has to be biometrically attached wow. to you. So Judge only Judge Dredd is supposed to be able to use Judge Dredd's lawgiver. We need lawgiver. that for our own police force. So, that sounds nice. So anyway, the, the S-pins are tied to the device that they come with. 
And yes, if you were to lose yours and you could order a new one, and yes, you could, you know, uh, they would help you pair it and stuff like that. But what she was telling us was for the most part, when you steal a stylus from the store, it doesn't really do you any good because you can't really yeah. use it with your device. Bum, bum, bum. So, and I don't know how true that is. I haven't really Epic looked fail. into it, but I, I don't think the AT&T store would really have any reason to lie to us about the... Security protocols on the S Pen. So anyway, that's what we did yesterday. Uh, we were in the AT&T store. Really, it should have been a quick trip, and it, it wasn't. Uh, we had some account problems, not with our AT&T account, but just like passwords, and there's like the Samsung username and then and the Gmail username. we found and out that I had two Anne's Gmail accounts. And has got two accounts. different Gmail accounts, oh and she had used one on the phone, but she thought she'd use the other one. So because we, we, we couldn't leave the store, uh, we were upgrading her J7, her Galaxy J7, and we couldn't leave the store since it was an upgrade and we hadn't bought it right out. Uh, that goes back to the store, and they couldn't let us leave until we had done the factory reset on the phone. Oh, yeah. And, and we couldn't do the factory reset, reset. until we got the Gmail thing right. stored and, out. And that took that took a little while, longer than, than we thought that it would. Thank goodness we ate before we went yeah, there. Yeah, we, we did. We would have been starving. Stacked pickle <laughs> there on Southport Road. Mm. Delicious burgers. Yes. We highly recommend it. It's quite delicious. And, again, and the prices are good, too. Uh, we are not uh, sponsored or endorsing Stacked Pickle, but... We enjoy eating there. <laughs> hey, Gary Brack, if you want to throw us a little bit of a little bit of cash for representing <laughs> on the South Side, we'll we'll be fine with that. So South Side, side. <laughs> So anyway, we we Anne's got a new phone. She she bought a new case that arrived today from Amazon, a folio case which protects it from uh, Anne's drops and it's so and beautiful. And it's also got a nice uh, one thing you really liked about the J7 was you had a little folio. Uh, with a wallet in it. Yes, and, and I and like that. It's some, nice because it's got a yeah. cover to protect the screen, and then, you know, if you want to go to the movies, you don't have to carry your purse. Yeah, or if I'm going to a concert, if I'm going somewhere where I don't need my purse, but I want to have, you know, my phone, maybe some money, my driver's license, I can just throw that in a little folio, stick it in my pocket or in my coat pocket, and I'm off. So now where we are with Anne is a Samsung Galaxy S9+. Plus. I have a Huawei... Mate, <laughs> se. It sounds like you're drunk and you're saying it. Walmart. And and honestly, to tell you the <laughs> truth, yes, we talked about the cameras, and yes, we talked about my phone chugging along a little bit. But honestly, the the precipitating event, and I said there was no precipitating event, but I, I just meant that there was nothing. We didn't break anything. We didn't have problems with the phone. Thank it's God. Just, Knock I, on wood. I, I saw things on the internet about this phone from uh, a Chinese phone maker named Xiaomi. And they have the Pocophone F1 that they released in India. And it's a $300 phone with the same processor that's in the Galaxy S9. It's got 6 gigabytes of RAM, and it costs $300. And this thing is, and it's got a good camera. It, it would be awesome. Wow. And you could import a Pocophone F1 here. And I, I looked at them. I looked at them on eBay. I looked at them on Amazon. Of course, you can't really get them for $300 here in the U.S. There's import dues and stuff, so that, that ratchets the price up a little bit. But you can still get it for about $350, which when you're talking about a phone that has the same performance as a Samsung Galaxy or an iPhone, that's a steal. I really wanted one. I was so close to just buying one, but there's a slight problem with the Pocophone F1 right now, and that is that the LTE antennas and bands that they use on that phone are not compatible with the LTE 4G stuff that we have here in the U.S. Oh. It, it'll use 3G, it'll use dual band Wi-Fi, all that stuff. And so you'll probably be able to make calls no problem. It's just your data speed and your data connection when you're on your mobile uh, part instead of using Wi-Fi may not be great. 
And I, I just didn't want to risk that. So I, I looked around and went with another uh, phone. It's, a, it, it's mid-range, but it, it's a Huawei Mate SE. It uh, cost about $220. Uh, again, from a Chinese manufacturer. It's one of the, the largest cell phone manufacturers in the world. I think only maybe second to, to well, I don't know if it's Samsung or, or Apple. But they make really good phones. And so I went ahead and went with this and uh, ordered it this week. It has arrived, and Ann can tell you that, that, that Matt likes his phone very much. <laughs> and I'm in love with the fingerprint sensor. Yes, that was the first thing that he told me about that phone. He goes, it has a great camera. It has this and that. And he's like, but, but, the best part is it has a fingerprint sensor. And they had to show me like five times. <laughs> well, and, and it's great because not only can you use, and, and again, we had Samsung Galaxy J7s. Yeah. So we've not had anything that had, you know, fingerprint recognition on it before. And I was so jealous of his fingerprint recognition that I made sure that the... The Galaxy has <laughs> the it. Galaxy the, the Galaxy had S9. It. Mine has it too. Yay! And it's great because, you know, if you... I have the Chase Bank app. If I want to log into my Chase Bank account, I don't have to type in the password. You just scan your fingerprint and it opens the app. It's It's beautiful. So that said, that was actually... I, I really meant to talk about a lot of that stuff on the back end, but... We kind of talked about it anyway on the front end to kind of explain why we're doing this podcast. So let's just kind of walk you through our histories of uh, different Cue cell phones. the music from 19... what? Th- this would have been early 2000s. Well, early 2000s. No, yeah, it would have been high school, college. The Nokia 3310 or the 3310. It was a big brick phone. Oh my gosh, With yes. a green monochrome screen, and that was my first cell phone. And what was that your first cell phone, yeah, too? Yeah, the Nokia, yeah. And I got mine... Exclusively because I went on an internship in Baltimore, which we have referenced multiple times on this show before, and uh, I needed a way to keep in touch uh, with my parents while I was gone. So they they got me a cell phone, and it was a, uh, at that point we were singular customers. That was before they uh, merged in with AT and T. So they had the little orange guy with the, the singular logo. I don't know if anybody else remembers that, uh, but you know that phone was one of those things you could uh, charge it, and, and that thing would last for. Uh, that thing lasted forever on, on a charge. But then again, it didn't do anything. I mean, it, you, you made calls and uh, checked voicemails. That's all you could do. Yeah, you it. couldn't really do much texting or anything like that. And that was a big thing when you could text on your phone. That became like a huge, a huge deal because before then, you know, you just had this brick phone and, you know, it was, it was pretty, I mean, mine was fine. I mean, it was... Like you said, it, it did what it was supposed to do. It served its purpose, which back then, you know, heck, I remember in high school, I used to have to use a payphone. Yep. You know, my parents would give me change to use in case I needed to call them from the payphone at high at the high school. So, you know, when I went to college, my last year of high school, right when I went to college, my dad put us on a cell phone plan with I think T-Mobile. I think you guys were T-Mobile and customers for a long had, time. We uh, had the Nokia phones, and I, I mean. It worked out for me, but it was pretty fancy when uh, we got the phones together. I remember that. Now, the Nokia, did, did you ever go over on your minutes? Nope. Nope. It was also a local call mm-hmm. for you uh, to call home from college. So, yeah. Uh, my mom and dad, whenever they would visit, I always got an additional load of phone cards. Yes. Oh, gosh. I remember using the phone cards. I had to use the phone cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we got the cell phone, and, and even after I got the cell phone, sometimes we would use the the phone cards because back in those days, 
<laughs> those storied salad days, um, you did not have the unlimited talk yeah. um, that you have now. So you would have, like, free nights and weekends. So if you called, like, after 7 o'clock on a weeknight, or I think it was after 9 o'clock on a weeknight, then you could talk and it wouldn't take away minutes. or mm-hmm. you know. And then when you hit your minute gap, then you would have to pay more. And uh, so because of that, sometimes it's just more convenient to use the phone, car- the phone cards. Now, that was not a problem for you because your family lived local, so the call from Franklin to Greenwood or to Franklin Township on the south side was a local call. Whereas my parents yeah. lived in Williamsburg there in Wayne County, so it was not a local call. But we still had those uh, the, ca- the cards because the calling cards. Well, you, you traveled. You because, you went for for sports and stuff like yes, that. Yes, because I did travel. You know, I played soccer uh, in high school and college, and um, and then I also you know even just to call my grandparents who lived in Madison if I was on the road or if I needed to call them. Um, I mean, I used to keep those in my car just because it was a little it was easier to call long distance with those. Got married and we combined our AT and T. Put you onto my AT and T account. We had both flip phones. Uh, yours I want to say black. that we had, we weren't necessarily married. I think we were like we were. I think we were out of college. I think I we think you're dating. right. We just went ahead and because we we, got a, yeah. we called each other all the time, so we decided to yeah. go ahead and be on the because that's point, how when you right. had the silver one yes. and I had the black Nokia, and it was a flip phone. Yes, and that was like all the rage, but it was like super tiny. And the one thing I didn't like about it was it was cute. It was black and it was real tiny. And when you look at it, you think. Is this the first time it's been away from its mother? It's so little. <laughs> and I dropped it. I would put it in my purse, but if I didn't put it in a pocket, I'd, <laughs> I'd lose it. I wouldn't know where it fits. So everybody's like, where's your phone? Where's your phone? Like, you know, it's like Mary Poppins, like sticking my arm all the way down into the bag to get this phone. But it was a cute little phone. I remember, that's the one that had the obnoxious red light, though, bar, right? <laughs> yes. Like when you had a voicemail, like it yes. was like a Cylon. It uh, was the Cylon yes. visor uh, it lit up. You could see that from like a mile away. You could see that in a plane going over the Indianapolis International Airport. I mean, it was it was quite bright. <laughs> and I, I had a little silver. I think it was just a Motorola Flip. I don't even know what the or flip phone. I don't. I don't even remember what the model think, number yeah, was. It was. But what it was I bigger than mine. I remember that it was a little bit bigger. It had a little antenna. On it. Oh my gosh, yes! Like the phones from the 80s yeah. where you pick up the phone and pull out the antenna. And the thing that I, I liked about it, that was the first phone that I had that you could customize in any way. So you could oh, customize ringtones. Oh, yes. And so I spent a lot of time looking on different sites looking for it. It didn't play MP3s or anything like that, but it would play these instrumental ringtones. So I had like Sweet Caroline. Yeah, I remember that. Don't Fear the Reaper was my uh, alarm clock. Yeah. Uh, tone for for the morning show, and you know th- those those were good phones. But uh, after a while, you know, we upgraded, and you know, of course, who didn't have a Motorola Razor? Oh my gosh, yes, mine was pink. I loved my Razor. And those could uh, fit easily in your pocket. Yes, and those were actually, I think you we could text on the other ones yeah we, we, we texted before. we texted on those those flip phones on the motorolas it, but it you, sucked because you, you had yeah. the alphanumeric keypad but the but the one the pink one i had pink but the razor phones were a little bit easier they were easier yeah even though they weren't exactly like iphone fantastic where you actually had the keyboard 
they were, you know, they were them. You know. it, it was tolerable. Yeah, it was you, you o- it was it. okay. It was okay. But I'm just glad, you know, and honestly, I have to say, I'm glad that we didn't go with, like, the Blackberries or any of those other phones. Because the one thing that always drove me absolutely bonkers were the, um, were the phones that um, you pulled the keyboard out. I, it just, like, I just couldn't, it, I don't know what it was about those phones, but... I don't know. They just they just weirded me out. Some people really like those. I didn't like the slide out keyboards. I didn't really like the Blackberries either. But if I were going to have to have a phone that had a keyboard on it, I think I would have rather had a Blackberry. Oh, true. You know, it had a a full keyboard, full quote unquote keyboard. But I remember when that it. was like the that it was phone. the thing. Yeah, before the iPhone, that was the it phone to have a Blackberry. I mean, I in, mean... in the news business uh, that I work in, when 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 I started, uh, it wasn't long before everybody had a BlackBerry, yeah. like the managers and stuff. And they had a messaging, a secure messaging service, BlackBerry Messenger. And they would always BBM. They called it BBMing each other. And that sounds wrong. but <laughs> It does. It sounds like some kind of strange, like, <laughs> But the, they, they would thing. always be privately messaging each other on their blackberries and their thumbs would just be going a thousand miles a minute and then you could also check your your work email and send work emails out from those too so those those were big and, and blackberry you know they dominated the the, the corporate sphere yeah i mean most anybody who had that. an enterprise account had blackberry because they could hook them up to their work email and they were secure they yeah. were well known for their security so but blackberry nobody really has one anymore no and it's like ancient if they have one it's and, and they, they keep they keep trying to sort of get back into the game but the world has yeah. passed you by blackberry yeah and even nowadays i think there are some people that wish they could go back to the uh to the button you know pull out keyboard phone but at the same time you know a lot of times those touchscreen phones are so much easier now and you don't have to worry about like i had friends that their uh, you know their keyboard broke off or you know, something got stuck in there or, you know, I mean, I can't even imagine the germs that get in there. Ugh. It's just like, but I'm one of those weirdos that I'm a, I'm kind of a, a clean freak. Freaks me out. It's like people that, okay, if we're getting into it. Oh boy. The one thing that absolutely drives me bonkers, people turn their phone over. Like if they're sitting at a table, they put their phone screen down. I can't, oh, I just can't do that because there's a part of me that's like, your screen is touching something and then you pick it up when it rings and you touch your face. You might as well lick a toilet. I mean, come on. It just (laughs) freaks me out. And here he is over here, like doing the motions. He's like licking, trying to lick the phone, just be a goofball. But I mean, come on. I just, okay. That's, that's, that's my little, ugh. You know, I don't have very many pet peeves, but that's one thing that when it comes to being a, a neat freak and a clean freak, that is one thing that drives me bonkers. That and the fact that you put your phone down, no wonder your screen gets scratched or scuffed or it's like, for the love of God. Keep your phone face up, people. Yes, that's, keep your it's phone face up. It's natural state. Keep it up. Unless it's... you have a folio case, <laughs> then you can turn it upside down. Yes, that's one secure. of the reasons I. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I have a folio. Case. And I meant, to, and I did mention this at the, uh, near the, a few minutes ago when we were talking about the the Nokia brick phone. They actually brought those back last year. 
you can you can buy those again. You can. They they revamped Holy moly. them. Uh, they've got a color screen now, and they have you know some limited internet connectivity, and, and they're really meant more for developing countries. But you can still buy one. I think they're like maybe forty bucks, something like that. They've got tremendous battery life. Yeah. And you can play Snake on them. Oh. Uh, they've got the color screens. So you can you can play that game and do texting and. But yeah, they they did bring those back uh, with a little bit of fanfare last year. I don't know that they've sold very well or anything yeah. like that, but they they pretty much based it on on the same design, just a little upgraded and a little updated, but based on that old phone that came well, out in two thousand. And, and in kind of the same vein, um, don't forget that you know the military they're still taking. If you have even like the old Nokia phones, the flip phones, any of the phones basically that you upgrade but you end up keeping, you can always donate them to the USO. Uh, the USO will take them at their drop-off areas um, around town. They have You can go on their website at the USO.org and um, you can find out how to mail them, mail the phones to the USO. They can send you like a little basically like a pouch that you can it's a self-addressed pouch that you can put your phones in and then send to the USO or like they have a USO station at the airport uh, a couple other areas um, other sites around the area and basically if you just drop off these phones they will recycle them and repurpose them the USO does and they will uh, give them to servicemen who stop by the USO stations they will give them to the servicemen, and the servicemen use those to call home. Like when they get home to the United States, or you know, if they're overseas, uh, the USO will send cell phones. Um, if you know, because a lot of times they can't take their own cell phones with them when they go, so they'll have like a, an area where they can call home on the on cell phones. So they always can use those. So don't forget, if you have some lying around at home. And you don't have any, you know, way to repurpose them. That's a good place to send them. Now, will they send us a prepaid envelope about the size of a drawer? <laughs> we have, we have quite a few. And we, we have given a, a couple over, but we yeah, still. I think we've given. We still have. We've some. given like two or three to the USO, yeah. but yes, we need. We have quite a few in our drawer, and we need to get. We should probably. <laughs> we need to get rid of them. <laughs> so, Anne knows who to talk to to get those phones yes, and don't worry. she just needs to talk to herself and we'll we'll get it figured out <laughs> i know i, I feel bad about that and, and part of it is because i i'm not entirely sure which phones have been given a do do they go through and give those things a factory reset and all I of that think that's what i think they want you to factory reset them either before you send them or a lot of times they will do that basically because that, you take that would out, be my concern yeah basically you take out the chip and then you factory reset them and then they'll basically give them because the the little Motorola flip that flip phone that that I have that I think we still have it if you try to start it right now you'd have to plug it in and let it charge for a few hours but <laughs> if you were to start it right now do it, we still even have a charger for that uh, we I'm might. sure we probably you, do. Your husband is sort of an electronics pack rat. He's a bit of a pack rat. So I think we have a hardware drawer, and with those phones, their chargers are probably not too far away. Yeah. You know, anyway, I'm, I'm just, part of the reason we haven't is I didn't do factory reset. On that phone, when you start it up, it won't go anywhere past the screen without a SIM card. Mm. So you'd have to put a SIM card in, and then get it to do a factory I'm sure reset. That's pretty much what they would do is factory reset everything before they send them. And I'm our, sure they our, have volunteers our, that do um, that. Our iPhones 
our old iPhone 3Gs that I'm pretty sure we still have too, although maybe there will be some historical value to those. They're not the first iPhones, but they're one of the earlier models. I, I'm afraid that's probably still tied to like my iPhone account and still has my email and stuff. Yeah, on. I mean, obviously there are situations where, you know... So th- those you, need to be cleared because yeah. without without a SIM card, those work fine. Those are pretty much just iPhone or I, I, iPod touches. Yes. That, can't make phone calls. But you know, I haven't less. I haven't been on their website in a while, but I do know that they go through steps to obviously, you know, protect people's security and you know, you can contact the USO. Uh they have a, a, a station uh here at the Indianapolis airport. They also have uh you can contact uh Camp Atterbury. They will be able to assist you. Uh, if you are still interested in donating cell phones, because, you know, we do still have men and women who are serving our country overseas um, and even ones that are, you know, um, on military bases around the United States. And like I said, a lot of times they can't take those personal cell phones with them when they go to yeah, basic for, training. For, uh, or a lot when of they reasons, go safety reasons, security yeah. reasons. So that's one of the reasons that they use those those cellular devices. Definitely look into that so that yes. we're not being gigantic hypocrites uh, so that we can do something with our phones because there's no reason to have all of them. <laughs> hey, we've given, we've given quite a... F- don't let him fool you. We've given like half of our phones. We just haven't done it in a while because obviously, you know, we're, like Matt said, we're electronic pack rats. We keep stuff... For a little while, thinking maybe something will happen and we'll need to fall back on this old phone. And or that, that actually has, like that. has come it has to happened. help us a couple of times. It has now, happened. We just mentioned the iPhone 3G, which <laughs> we we got. Uh, that was the first iPhone, I think, came out in 2007. Uh, we did not have that first edition. And it was, uh, for a long time, it was just an AT&T, AT&T exclusive device, which was fine for us because we were AT&T customers. Not that this podcast is sponsored or endorsed by AT&T, though if you would like to give us some money, we will take it from you. <laughs> um, but we got iPhone uh, 3Gs, and those were our very first smartphones. And uh, they were they were pretty cool, I remember. I know, and I was kind of intimidated by getting, you know, yeah, you, you, getting an Apple phone. Anne, Anne is not... Um, She's not bad with technology, but just, she, she thinks that she's not good with technology. Well, and a little and bit sometimes can be a little uncomfortable with the idea of having something yeah. a little too fancy. Sometimes I just pretend like technology doesn't exist. There are certain things I like to do the old way, the way of the dark ages. You know, it's like, I still write letters to my grandparents. I mean, I, I'm one of those, those weirdos that's kind of those generation, you know, 80s. Uh, mid 1980s not exactly a millennial but pretty close where you know you still remember the Dewey Decimal System but you also had a library computer catalog right. and you know you're kind of on the cusp so like if you needed to go to a movie store first of all you had to go to a movie store yeah second of all you had to rewind it before you took it back yes oh my gosh so, you know. so I'm on that cusp where you know like Matt said I don't mind technology I don't I, I can figure it out. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like not no, no, too savvy, not but I just don't have the interest in it, so to speak, that Matt does. It's well, like when we walk into the AT&T store, I just let him take it because I don't even know sometimes. Well, what you know, the, the woman asked us what phones that we had. And so I told her what we, what we had. And I said, you know, we just want something with, uh, I think we're probably looking at an S9 because it has... You know, faster processor, better camera, mm-hmm. more RAM, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, that does have a faster processor, a better camera, and more RAM." Basically, just you know, repeating what I had 
just said. So, and like to have me there in the store because I, I do follow it. I'm not I'm not tech expert. I would never claim to be a yes, tech expert, but, he but knows I follow much it enough more. that I know more than the average person you does. Probably have heard of obscure Japanese names of obscure Japanese phones Chinese. in obscure Japanese countries. Oh, excuse me, Chinese. I'm Chinese. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. So Huawei and Show Me. Those are those are Chinese companies. <laughs> sorry. That's okay. But. Yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where I just, you know, don't really... And an iPhone, I thought that was going to be quite intimidating. But hey, you know, a five-year-old could use an iPhone. So they, They're they very user-friendly. Uh, aesthetically pleasing, easy to use. Yes, very easy-friendly. And I don't know, I mean, we, we had those for a while. And, you know, we had our email accounts synced up to them. You could text oh, yeah, very easily was, because you had the on-screen keyboard. And we, we didn't... We texted a little bit before that, but with the alphanumeric keypad, it's it's a little more difficult to do it. So when you have that on-screen keyboard that you have with an iPhone, then we, we got into texting. And, of course, at that point, texting had not developed into what it is now. So you would either pay per message or you would buy a package of messages. And then if you went over that package of messages, you would pay per message after that. And this is how far back we're talking. This is back when we're all still trying to figure out what ROFL means, ROFTL means, and LOL, and (laughs) all those different... uh, SMH, what's that mean? Yeah, it's like, or WTF. (laughs) Like, you're still like, what? So, yeah, that's how far back we're talking. But, you know, we we had them in, in... we had the Facebook app and the Twitter app and, you know, pretty much everything you could do with an iPhone 3G. It was cool. Uh, we, we did, and it was cool. And I, I kind of remember we just had these cruddy-looking rubber overlap wraps. Yes. Remember those? You had a pink yes. one and mine was kind of clear. That was back before I think they really kind of perfected the phone case. Yeah. And it was, like you said, it was like a rubber mat. It kind of reminded me of, like, those rubber mats that you put on the bottom of yeah. a... Of a tub. Yeah, it's like a, a bath. You wrapped your phone in the bath mat. And honestly, I don't think if I had literally, like, thrown my iPhone like a football onto concrete, it would have done a damn thing to help it. It's I, like, yeah, why no, would you right. even have this? No. All it did was um, it helped you grip the phone. Yeah, because, because the, the iPhones, yeah. they were slick. They were. They were very slick. They easy were a to lot drop. slicker than the other ones that we had had. They were more of, like, a matte finish. So they weren't as slick. And this one was, like... Those were slick. But they are so tiny now compared to the phones that we have today. Oh my gosh, compared to the phones that ours are, mine's pretty tall. So it's, it's quite big. You know, they always say bigger is better. Maybe that's, (laughs) that's what, uh, where it's at. Now we decided that at some point we became less enamored with the iPhones. I don't know uh, Um, if they were slow or I don't remember what. What caused us to not? I don't remember. I do remember that you were talking about the Android phones that came out. I do remember that there were certain apps that I don't know if you wanted them or I wanted them, and we found out that there were certain apps that you could only do through the iPhone, and then there were certain apps you could only do through an Android phone. And I think at that time, there were more apps that you could do with an Android phone, which was new on the market, than you could do with an iPhone. I don't know, because Apple's known as being the Apple King, uh, App King. That's the only thing I can think of at this very moment. But we we moved on from the Apple iPhone and the iOS. The the first Android phones. To the Motorola Atrix 4G. Oh, yes. And, well, they may not have been 4G, but I know they were the Motorola Atrix. And the the selling point of that phone was actually that you could uh, buy a hub 
and connect it and use it as a uh, desktop computer was supposed to be the feature for those. But we didn't really care about that feature, and turns out nobody else did either. But because of that, they were supposed to be super fast. So we got a deal on those, and we upgraded to the Motorola Atrix. And they were really cool for a while, because when you're in the Android ecosystem, you find out there's a lot of customizable things that you can do with your phone that you cannot do mm. with an iPhone. Uh, because the way that Apple kind of has a walled garden approach to stuff, and you're only going to do what we want you to do, whereas Android is, you can do whatever you want. And so we liked them, but we, you know, after a couple of months or six months later or something, we had a problem with the uh, the touch screens where they would just, uh, it was like there was a ghost on your phone touching and opening apps and moving stuff around. Like you would open your keyboard to do a text and then all the different uh, letters on your keyboard would start popping up and typing for you because there was a problem with the touch screen. I know, I was expecting some, like, nerd in a foreign country to like type me in my messaging and go hello and and i'm like oh god that's what i was expecting because there was so much ghost ghost touching it was crazy yeah and uh you could fix it with a reset of the phone mm -hmm. uh not not a factory reset but just kind of a, a general reset yeah. of the phone like we a soft tried reboot that, though we tried it a couple of times especially on my phone my phone was real your, your phone was worse than mine but then eventually it whatever the problem is with that particular model uh, got me as well, and so we we ended up getting rid of the Atrixes, and this is where it's a good, or the Matrices, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, this is where it's good that, that I'm a tech hoarder, because what we did is we got our old iPhone 3Gs back out, yeah. popped the SIM cards out of the Motorola's, and used our iPhones until like the contract was up on that other phone, yes. so we could upgrade. So that is where sometimes it is good to be a tech hoarder. Yeah. Now, after the Atrix models, uh, we went to the love affair of our lives when it comes to cell phones. <laughs> An unrequited and sad story, and that is the Windows Phone. It's sort of sad to talk about Windows Phone. It's, it's dead. It was pretty much dead on arrival, but Ann and I rode it hard for several years. Yeah, we were really hoping that Windows was going to pull through. Because we love those phones, man. We love the Windows we phone interface. Them. Because Anne, Anne, as she said, she's not adverse to technology, but she does um, like things that are shiny and colorful, and that is the Windows interface in a nutshell. And the interface is great because the buttons are ginormous. Right. In fact, I was telling, you know, it was on that tile uh, system that they had, yep. the newer... The Windows 10, the, the yeah. live tiles. They or actually, like, it would be Windows 8. Yeah, they uh, had back then the live tiles on this phone, and it was great because you could make the the tiles as big or as small as you wanted, and it was wonderful because I had a I have a I have a best friend who is legally blind, and I kept telling her, "Hey, girl, you know you need to get this phone," because I was like, "This is perfect, especially for people that are visually impaired." I mean, that phone is great because it's it's bright, it's colorful, you can see the tiles. Um, it's very user-friendly, a lot like the iPhone, super user-friendly. But, you know, like you said, it was short-lived. Windows wasn't really doing too much with it. And I think it got to the point where we didn't, we kind of ran out of upgrades. I mean, there was really nothing, you know, Windows really couldn't support any further upgrades with their software. Well, Microsoft just got into the game way too late. They did. By the time they did, you know, Android and Apple had already flooded the market and killed BlackBerry. 
and Windows Phone had a very tiny slice of the market, and BlackBerry had its loyal fans, and, yeah. and Windows Phones had some loyal fans, but, you know, they, they talked about it, the, the popular term with Windows Phone is the app gap, and yes. it's, it's a reality, because anything that you wanted to do on your Windows Phone, you probably were not going to be able to do. Yeah. You know, I was really upset when they dropped the official support for the Chase Bank app. Oh, yeah. Because I use that, you know, to keep the check the account, deposit checks, all that stuff, and they dropped that. So the only way you could check your account on your phone was to actually go to the Chase website and go in and mm-hmm. do it that way, and that worked. But when when people start dropping apps for your phone, then you know that it's time to let go. But we didn't let go. No. We kept with it. I had three different Windows phones. I had the HTC Windows Phone 8X, which was this little thin blue phone that you could put in your pocket and not even know it was there. Had incredible battery life. Um, Then one day, uh, a couple years later, after I got it, it wouldn't charge. It wouldn't turn on. So I got a Nokia Lumia 635, I believe. It has an orange uh, shell to it, a little cute little phone. Uh, not particularly powerful, but, you know, it got the job done. And Anne had the Nokia Lumia 920, which uh, was kind of a thick phone. Yeah, it was bigger. It was much bigger, and uh, it actually had built, not that we took advantage of it, I think it had built-in wireless charging on that yes. phone. Yes, it did. And that, that was kind of why the, the shell of that phone was so large. Anne loved her Nokia 920. Oh, I love that Windows phone. It was so magnificent. And it was perfect for like the business person because, you know, it had like the Microsoft Word that you could open on right. there. You could do Excel. You could do PowerPoint. I mean, anything that you needed to do uh, with a business traveling, you could do that not only on your you know, on your iPad, but you could also do it on your phone. And it was great. Yeah, we, we had... Like I said, a very tragic love affair. I know. It was too Windows bad phone. that more people didn't get on the Windows bandwagon. You know, and it was funny because we, we would go, and, and there was a time where they really tried to push it hard. Especially we got around a phone. Uh, didn't 8. we get a Windows phone for like a dollar? Wasn't there a promotion where we got a Windows phone for a dollar? I think I think it was uh, when one time uh, we upgraded and, yeah, it was kind of like buy one, get one for a dollar. Yeah. You know, I so think. So they really were pushing it hard for a while trying to get people interested. And... You know, then at one point, Microsoft, the company Microsoft, bought Nokia, who was one of the world's largest cell phone makers, because they they were just like, we're just going to buy a cell phone maker, <laughs> and we'll make this thing happen. And they tried, and but they Aww. were just so late into the market. And so uh, the last ones we had, we had the Nokia. Actually, they weren't Nokias. They were at that point, Microsoft had bought Nokia, so they were the Microsoft Lumia 920s, and we had had those as recently as about a year ago. Yeah, and uh, we were still using them. But as it turns out, we we got the new those new Lumias, the Microsoft Lumias, because Anne's Nokia 920 wouldn't hold a charge consistently. Yeah, so we had a little problem with with that so we went and that's where we got those new lumias and they, they were really great phones uh they were fast they had lots of ram lots of built-in storage space the app thing was always going to be something that was going to be a problem and it was uh, what happened is Anne's lumia her last lumia had a little accident and she shattered the screen on the phone she was devastated. Also, I should mention the, the Lumia line of cameras, the, the or the Lumia line of phones, the cameras on those things. They were magnificent. Incredible. 
Uh, I think they could stack up just about to anything on the market. These I could days. take a picture with that phone, and it could end up in National Geographic. It, it was they, they were gorgeous. They were phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Anne had a mishap with her phone. Uh, dropped it on the pavement. I think it was at the funeral home and I was leaving and I was setting the alarm. And for some reason, the alarm just was, I was having a trouble with it. I put my phone in my pocket and then of course, you know, I drop my keys. I bend over and my phone goes whoop and like falls right out and just lands. I mean, what are the odds? It just lands face down on the pavement. (laughs) Like, no. And it was it was crack oh. city on that poor screen. Oh, that poor thing! I was like, I was like, you know, when you turn it over real slow, like, please God, please don't let God, it be don't bad. Don't let it be bad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's bad. But and it, it was bad. And I do uh, miss the Windows Phone though. It, it was sort of usable, but uh, we actually had to take Anne, and and that actually that was um, you dropped that phone twice. I did. I did drop because it because the first time that she dropped the phone. Oh. We were able to, uh, we'd bought the insurance on it. Yes. So we sent it back, got a new one, and while we waited for that for a week or whatever, you were able to use your old Nokia. It behaved well enough mm-hmm. for a week that you could that you could use it again. Digital hoarding is not a terrible thing. <laughs> and you might need your old devices every once in a while. You know, so you, you got your new one after we paid the deductible on it. It was fine for a while, and then, then you had that final mishap. Oh, and yeah. at, at that point, we, I mean, we knew that Windows Phone was dying yeah. and uh, inconvenient and really had to make too many sacrifices in order to make it work. So Poor Windows. It flew too close to the sun on wings of Pastrama. <laughs> yeah, that's what it did. <laughs> but, so that's, that's when, you know, we, we looked into getting the screen repaired. We did, but it was almost—it was just about as much because it's so rare. You know, the Windows phones—they don't get much call for that. So, it, we talked to the repair guy, super nice guy that was probably like, I don't know, like 15 to 20 years younger than I am. He had this super cute little high voice, and he said, "Well, Mrs. Adams," and I'm like, "Oh God, please don't call me Mrs. Adams. That's my—you know—that's my husband's mom. Um, I love you, Fonda. Anyway, um, so it was." He was like, well, Mrs. Adams, you know, you almost would be better off getting a new phone because, you know, this is going to be, you know, about the same amount as what your phone costs. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, crap. So I said, well, let me think about it. He goes, okay, you do that. You know where we are. I'm sorry, poor kid at the repair the I'm sure that's a very art, uh, accurate artist interpretation. <laughs> That's why I'm not in. That's why I don't read books on tape or anything like that. Oh wow, books on tape—that really does date me, doesn't it? Oh. After the the debacle with the high pitched phone repair guy, <laughs> and the price quote that we were given on the the Microsoft Lumia, we decided to go ahead and bite the bullet. We went to the AT and T store. Yep, we sure did. And decided, you know, we loved our Windows phones, and it's just a star-crossed love. That we had to we had to let them go. Anne's was paid for outright, mm-hmm. so we actually still have hers. Yeah. Which I have threatened a few times to get it out so that we could use the camera on it. Yes, that's very true. Mine was not paid outright, so I had to pay off the rest of my phone in order to upgrade. 
And that's how we walked away with the Samsung Galaxy J7s last year. Which we liked. I mean, I liked it. My best friend's mom had um, a Galaxy J7, and she really liked it. And, and honestly, you know, for the money, it's a great little phone. It, it's easy to use. I mean, the the icons, it was hard to get used to because the icons obviously well, that's, that's are like an Android phone. That's what we liked about Windows phone, phone is, yeah. is that they had the big tiles and you could do you could make them whatever size you wanted to. If you For wanted sure. to have a screen full of huge tiles, you could do that. If you wanted to have huge tiles and little tiles, you could do that. Whereas with Android and iPhone, everything's pretty much set up to be uniform. Yeah, and I mean, obviously the phone wasn't that great, which, you know, we were... We don't take like a thousand pictures. You know, we like to take pictures of, you know, our friends and our family and my niece and, uh, you know, my my husband has, you know, his brother has three kids. So we like to take, you know, pictures of the kids and, of course, the pets, you know, because we're creepy stalkers of our pets. And uh, <laughs> as we peek around to see what Lenny's doing right now. Um, so it... It was it was one of those where do we want to upgrade for the for the camera or are we okay with this? And I thought you know what let's just let's just take it slow because honestly this was the first Android phone we'd had in what two or three years. Yeah, we weren't we weren't completely sure that we wanted you know we had, we had done the iOS thing several yeah. years before we weren't sure we wanted to get back into the Apple ecosystem. And we didn't know about Android because the last time we had had Android, it, it was been the Motorola pretty Atrix. new. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty new. And I, I have a tablet that's ancient, that not doing well, and should probably be taken out behind the shed and Aww. and shot. But the interface is familiar to me, so but less so familiar to Anne. So, you know, we looked through there and made sure that would be okay, and and you were okay with it. So that's that's kind of how we ended up with the Galaxy J sevens, and yeah. they did their job. Uh, their their biggest problem that we had uh, the camera. Uh, the internal storage was only 16 gigabytes as well. Super small. Super small. And I mean, and I don't really use that much space, but if you take as many pictures as we do, and if you use as many apps as Matt does, then you're bound to run out of storage. I well, mean, and, and the infuriating part is, the infuriating part of it is then, we knew that we didn't have a lot of internal storage. It's expandable. It's got an SD card slot. So I bought a couple of 32 gigabyte SD cards to, to slot in there and have the pictures sent it over there but and apps still. sent over there. Uh, the problem is there are certain functions just of the of the phone and even apps when you install them new that won't install to the SD card. They've got to be on the phone memory in order to uh, run effectively. So, yeah. you know, I was constantly fighting um, space issues on that phone, uh, deleting apps and clearing out the cache and, you know, just trying to, to create space. And even though I would save stuff, and I had 32 gigabytes on this SD card. Everything was getting saved over onto the phone memory, and I just kept fighting it. It just, it got really annoying. And you didn't have as big of space concerns as I did, but you still ran into that a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, I had started looking. I got excited. We'll just bring it back to the top of the show. I got really excited about the Xiaomi Pocophone F1, <laughs> the hot rod dream phone that I almost bought. It is sexy. 
it's, it's a, a good sexy looking phone. phone. It's a sexy phone. It's got phone. a couple different colors, and then uh, there's a model that's a little bit more expensive that actually has, I don't think you've seen it, but it has a Kevlar back. Oh! It's textured. It's, it's pretty sweet. Fancy! But that phone's got great specs. Uh, it's got the same processor as the Galaxy 9s. It's a Snapdragon. Super fast, 6 gigabytes of RAM. That was the other problem with the, the Samsung Galaxy J7s, is they only had 2 gigs of RAM. Mm. And so, we looked around, and... I, you know, I took some pictures. They ended up blurry. I, I had a day where I was just having trouble finding, deleting stuff so that my phone would run. And I, I just had finally had it. So I went ahead yeah. and just ordered my, my new phone, which is, is not a hot rod. Uh, it is a mid-range phone, but uh, it does the job. I have really had a good time with this uh, Huawei Mate SE. Again, about $220. Ooh. And you know it is not uh, it is not the phone that Ann has. I'm actually kind of jealous of Ann's because the S9 Plus is a hot rod. It's got great specs, six gigs of RAM, uh, that really nice Snapdragon processor. Like I said, that was in that Pocophone, and uh, great dual camera system, plus a really good selfie camera on on the front end. And my favorite uh, my favorite thing that I didn't even know was a thing on the phone until we started I was messing with it the other night and said Oh the emojis? Up. The emojis Custom emojis. We just made custom emojis of ourselves last night. It was so much fun. Yeah my mom said I looked like Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> my emoji. <laughs> I loved your haircut though. We had a hard time finding hair that fit Matt. It was pretty funny. Yeah you had a lot of fun going through those <laughs> options. Uh, my my Huawei does not does not have that. I think at one point you looked like David Beckham, and then all the clothing none of the clothing matched you either. You you either looked yeah like, yeah it was all hipster. You either stuff. looked like a hipster or somebody from like the grunge era. Yeah, so yeah, but it was still fun to to play with them. That is something that's uh, Samsung added uh, to their phones, and uh, it's it's a, it's a fun feature. It's fun. But, uh, you know, this, this Huawei phone's pretty good for what you pay for it, especially. And it, it's got four gigabytes of RAM, but you can definitely tell it's, it's a lot zippier. You sound like F. Scott Fitzgerald when he's drunk. Huawei. Huawei. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know who F. Scott Fitzgerald is, shame, shame on you. Shame on you. But thanks to all the YouTubers who have reviewed these mid-tier phones on YouTube so that I could know how to pronounce that name. <laughs> because that you know yeah we gotta give a shout out to those people how do you think they figured it out you think they could have googled it or is it one of those where you really had to know your stuff i'm going to assume that at some point somewhere huawei probably has ads yeah. and in those ads they pronounce the company name and That's that is true. how they pronounce it. Either that or all the YouTube tech people got together and decided in a unilateral vote this is that, what this, it's that they're going to pronounce it <laughs> Huawei. I, I love that you think that there's some sort of like conglomeration of these YouTubers. They all have robes with play buttons on them. <laughs> do they do like a home before the ceremony? Break bread together? You know, it, it's, it's a good phone. And the only drawback to it, I, I will say this, and I, I had sort of, I've, I'd read this, but, you know, sometimes you don't know until you, you get it mm -hmm. in, in uh, real usage. It has no problem with any of the LTE bands or 4G or anything like that. So that's the good thing. Uh, where they did sort of cut some corners was on the Wi-Fi uh, antenna on this thing. And what it means is it's not a dual band Wi-Fi. Uh, Wi-Fi comes in two bands like 2.4 gigahertz and 5 gigahertz. And this phone only picks up 2.4 which is the slower standard. Oh. 
And for us here at home, um, and in most places, it's really not a big deal. Most places have dual band routers, mm -hmm. but at my particular workplace, we have a 5 gigahertz. Oh. It does do some switching because occasionally this phone will pick up the, the work Wi-Fi, but that's, that is one drawback. It, it will not connect to 5G, so if you, if you have 5G Wi-Fi, so if you have a, a router and you want to get one of these and connect it to your home uh, with the Huawei Mate SE, you need to make sure that you have a dual band Wi-Fi because other, other, uh, in, in your home it does 2.4 gigahertz. Otherwise, uh, your phone's going to be working off its cell phone data. This has a return policy on it. If, you know, I'm going to use it for another week or so, if we really start to see our data amount creep up, because it's not on the, you know, all of our other phones have been on Wi-Fi at work. Oh, yeah. If I see our data start to creep up to a point where, you know, we have a 12 gig shared plan, if I start to see the data creep up because I don't have Wi-Fi at work, then, you know, I might have to send this back. And uh, if I do that, then I'll probably go to the AT&T store and go get a Galaxy S9 Plus. Because there are no, there's nothing wrong with my phone. There are no drawbacks to my phone. There are none. I love my phone. Yeah, it's so, great. Have I you love had it, it for 24 hours yet? No, you not have, yet. Have. Yeah, you have. You've had it for 24 hours. Sure. No, I don't think I have. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we were we were out of there by like 5 o'clock last night. Oh, oh well. You know. I'm too tired to count. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, they, they both do have, um, you know, better RAM. Uh, good cameras, really, for a mid-range phone here. This Huawei phone has, has a good camera. Stop eyeing my phone. And I'm going to take it back and cuddle it close to me because I'm afraid he's going to come and get it. And, and very importantly, they also mwah, 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 have... Mwah. That's me kissing my phone. They also have 64 gigabytes of internal storage that can be expandable up to insane amounts with a really big SD card. But I, I don't think that's going to be a problem. I mean, you know, it, it's funny because... 16, eight, 8 gigs used to sound like a lot. 16 gigs used to I sound know, like a lot. Right? I'm sure one day we'll say, boy, uh, remember when they used to have just 60, 64 gigabytes. But I, I mentioned this on the show before. I remember when we got like our first Pentium computer and it had a 1.5 gigabyte hard drive. We're like, we're never going to fill that up. Wow. You know, now some of the individual apps are more than more than a gigabyte, you know, that you install on your phones. We are, uh, we're Android people now. We like our new phones. And we just thought while well, we had our new phones and we've been... You know, putting them through their paces the last uh, week or so, or I have. Actually, it's just been a few days. I haven't had my phone for all that long either. Uh, I think mine came on Monday, so it's not like I'm the old pro veteran with my, my new phone. You know, we, we've had pretty good experiences with them so far, and we thought it would be fun to, to look back at the Motorola Razors and the Nokia. Wow. You know, the big brick phones that we used to have, the, the little silver phone that, that used to play Sweet Caroline in the ringtone. I love when you did that and now you actually have ringtones with lyrics yeah now you have it used to actually be where, music. yeah you don't have any kind of lyrics it was always instrumental it's funny too because uh most of the new phones have usb-c cords because that's the new universal standard to the standard they want to make universal and they, they charge really fast which is great they called that a drawback on my huawei phone that has a micro usb-c or a, a micro usb charger and it's like we've got a million of those things lying around yeah. the house from my tablet, from Ann's Kindle Fire, from our old phones, the Samsung J7s. Those those were micro USB. And like they, 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 they talk about that, oh, this is such a major drawback of this phone that doesn't have USB-C. Yeah. In some situations, yeah, that's probably the truth. But to be perfectly honest, I, I, I actually find that as a plus on the phone because <laughs> I can put a charger in every room. A charger on every wall, everybody. Everybody! 
everybody gets a charger. You get a charger, and you get a charger. Look under your seat. There's a charger. Everybody gets a charger. And also, the nice thing about that is, and I mentioned <laughs> Anne's, Anne's, Anne's S9 Plus oh. uses USB-C. Our most recent Microsoft Lumia phones used USB-C. And so we when we got rid those. of those phones, we did not have to get rid of the chargers. So I had a charger from my phone, and Anne had a charger from her old Lumia, and she got a new charger, of course, with the Samsung. So now you have a charger in every room, too. So exciting. So, well, anything else uh, cell phone related? I, I know this is kind of an odd topic for us to talk about, but I thought it'd be kind of fun to go through our different, oh, yeah. our different phones Especially through the years. Especially since, you know, we've known each other a while and we've actually, you know, we've kind of lived through the cell phone revolution. Yeah, we were we have. old enough the first time around to have our own cell phone and kind of see how things have progressed over the years. And I got to say, even as a little kid, I never thought that we'd get to that point where we rely on everything is in our phone now you know you hear all these advertisements you know it's like the fifth third bank you know you don't even need your debit card anymore all you got to do is like go in and you know go on your app and say hey you know i want to go to the atm with my phone or whatever it is you do you click the button you get the code you scan it at the atm and you don't even need to use your debit card to get out cash i mean but that kind of scares me but it's so cool it's crazy everybody has all their cards you know it's like they all have their rewards cards and stuff on their phone their credit cards are on their phone it's like if you lost your phone you literally lose your life like yeah, no matter that is the scary no part. wonder those phones cost so much money it's like of all the stuff that we do on our phone it's like you know not, and like you said you know we're old enough that we remember the evolution of cell phones and so part of it's like super cool because we're, you know, kind of like, oh, yeah, the future is here. But at the same time, it's like, oh, my God, like, it's so scary. Yeah, too. We, we live in like the Star Trek future. So scary. In some ways, you know, we it's like we have little tricorders. I mean, come on. it's amazing that kids nowadays, I mean. They have no problem with it. And they have no idea how fantastic it is that stuff just comes right over their phone like instantly yes i remember when we used to have to wait for dial up <laughs> oh yeah my mom uh, just know? a quick story about back home oh, in williamsburg Indiana. it's they've, they've had some broadband for several years oh now. gosh it's like 1997 and brought in williamsburg <laughs> but uh they, they've had broadband for a few years it's not great <laughs> you know it's like three two or three mbps but mom was on dial up for a really long time so she would get on the computer you know, log in, dial it up, you know, with the modem, uh, open her email program, and uh, go get up, uh, put a load of laundry in the washer, and True. then come back, and then by that time the, the email had been loaded. So, yeah, it's like you when know, we'd I come have a long to, way from then. It's like when I do my homework, it's like you turn on the computer, you'd wait for it to connect and dial up, go upstairs, make a sandwich. You know, put stuff away, change your clothes. I mean, you had a good, like, five, ten minutes to do whatever it is that you needed to do while you were waiting for it. So part of it was, yeah, it was frustrating, but you were just used to it because right. back then, that was that was cool. Like, that was probably the thing was to even have dial-up. I mean, that was major stuff if you got that, especially in your area. Like, if you were able to get it, I mean, that was <laughs> that was incredible. But you know what I just did, Ann? What'd you do? What'd you do? Tell me, tell me. I just opened my phone with my fingerprint. <gasps> no. Let me do it, too. Hold on. Let me do it. The fingerprint scanner's really awesome. We'll synchronize it so that we're opening them at the same time. Okay. You ready? Are you ready? Yep. One, 
three. Hey. Yee! I just opened mine with my fingerprint. It's it's pretty cool. It's it's a neat. We're feature. like little kids. <laughs> but you you know the thing is too when when Apple first announced the iPhone, I think people saw the potential of it, but some people were just like, what. What is this? What do you mean we're going to be able to do all this stuff mm. on a phone? Congratulations and kudos to those visionaries who bring us our technology. <laughs> because they're not us. It's amazing. The world is a it's it's amazing. You know, good times, scary times, fun times. You know, we're it, I, it's amazing to live the life that we live now. And just a reminder that this episode of the Matt Adams podcast is not sponsored by AT&T. The Samsung Galaxy S9 Plus or the Huawei Mate SE. But if any of those companies wanted to throw us some money, <laughs> we would gladly accept it. Yes. And, and you know, we do. You know, I have to say, I think a lot of the, the problems we ever had with our phone were probably due to human error. Mm-hmm. And probably just to the evolution of cell phones. Oh, yeah. A lot of these companies, I mean, I have to say, just even as a technology novice... They do a great job with their phones. I mean, obviously, it's hit and miss depending on who buys the phone and what they want out of the phone. But it's always incredible. It it just awes me that, you know, with every new iPhone and every Android, the BlackBerry, I mean, they just keep outdoing themselves. It's amazing. It's just amazing. It is. And, I mean, like I said, even though sometimes we, we live in tumultuous times, we have our iPhones and our Android phones and our fingerprint scanners. It's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, that will wrap it up for this edition of the Matt Adams Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Statomatty, S-T-A-T-O-M-A-T-T-Y, at Statomatty. Email Matt at MattAdamsWriter.com, Matt at MattAdamsWriter.com, and you can find Anne wherever you can find me. Wherever mats are sold. <laughs> <laughs> the jerk store called and they're running out of you. I don't know, that just that's what I remind me of. Alright, thanks for listening everybody. Thank you. <laughs>